Welcome in everyone to another edition of Hustle with Us. You know what you're here for. We know what you're here for. I got Craig with me on the other line over there. Craig, how are we doing? Tristan, we're doing well. It is the end of the summer and fall is a great time of year. No doubt about it. It's the end of the summer. We're just heating up here at Hustle with Us. I'll tell you that okay. right now. We just got off the line here with Coach Adrian Howell. He's at Adrian Howell Training on Instagram. Folks, do me a favor. Honestly, maybe even before you check out this ep- the rest of this episode, go to his Instagram page and just see how detailed some of his videos are. He just gets straight to the point with all of his, all of his lessons. And you can tell when you take a lesson with him, Craig, he's really got something to show you, and he's going to get to it in a timely manner. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, Coach Howell, he is a no-nonsense kind of guy. And it was kind of fun during the interview. We were like rapid fire with him, going through a ton of information. Um, and you can just tell. Fire round. I know, exactly. And you can just tell that, you know, when you're trained by him, um, you know, he's never going to hesitate to tell you where your opportunities are. He's going to get to what you need to uh, do in order to be successful. Yeah, it's just, a, I think, a really interesting interview and an interesting type of skill set that he's got. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely, you can also see that in his social media presence Absolutely. as well. No nonsense kind of guy, no doubt. Uh, he mentions in the interview sort of some of his specialty, so to speak, is definitely on the ball handling side and how to improve that with his young athletes all the way up to his older, all the way up to his older clients. And he definitely gets into that here, but Heck, he can also improve your shooting. He can improve your dribbling. He can improve your footwork. He's he's got the background to really teach it all to you. Even though you know, like you said, he's this, he's a self self professed ball handling expert. So he touches on that a little bit with us, and also touches on how he's built up his business over the years and how it got to the point where he's now lead for player development over there at GSA Prep in California. Uh, it's a sports school. They know how to train them. They manufacture those guys and. Boy, I'm excited to see what he's able to do uh, once he's got his fingerprint on that school as well. So we're going to get right into it here. Let's just get right over to Coach Howell. Before we do, you know the drill. Scroll down. Give us that rating. Five stars, hopefully, if we're so lucky. And uh, make sure you're following us on all the social media outlets at Hustle with us on Instagram and Twitter. Looking forward to hearing from you folks on all those outlets as well. But, hey, that's not what you came for. Let's get right to the interview here. Coach Adrian Howell. Before we get to our interview, a quick word about the Hustle Sports Training app. If you're an athlete trying to improve your skills or a youth sports coach trying to develop your players with an effective training program, look no further than the Hustle app. Hustle is the simplest way to learn new sports skills. We partner with coaches and trainers at all levels to produce instructional videos and training plans that will help you to improve your fundamentals and master advanced techniques. Whether you're building out your practice plans or looking to improve your form, techniques, or fitness, Hustle has a training plan for you. Download our app in iTunes or the Google Play App Store by searching Hustle Training or visit our website at hustletraining.com. Get a leg up on your competition with Hustle. All right, here we go. All right. Welcome, everyone. We have with us on the line, Mr. Adrian Howell. He is the player development trainer over there at GSA Prep in California. He's also on Instagram putting up all sorts of drills that you can learn from there at Adrian Howell Training there on Instagram. 
Coach Hal, how are we doing tonight? Feeling good. Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I know you're feeling good. You're just coming right off the workout here. You're extending the workday a little bit with us right now, and we appreciate it, and so do our listeners because we know that you can definitely drop some knowledge on them right now to help them get to that next level and get better. Now, uh, I definitely want to start out. Hey, our listeners know, maybe, maybe you don't, but our listeners know, I want to start out where we always start out. We want to know your story. So you played back in high school and back in college, sort of. Uh, let me know what got you on this track here to being a professional basketball trainer. Yeah, I, I played uh, all four years of high school, like everybody else. And then I played a, a little bit of junior college basketball. And that actually didn't work out for me as well as I originally planned. So that's what kind of got me into the training because I wasn't very prepared whenever I got to college. Like I just IQ, like shooting form, all, all the little things that I like to work on with kids now, I wasn't good at at the time. And that's what kind of caused the falter in my college career. So I decided to say, all right, well, I'm going to go back home and make sure no other kids have that same problem again. Make sure that if they want to play in college, that they got somebody they could go to to help them prepare for it. Exactly. Yeah. Learn from, uh, I won't say mistakes, because obviously you're a lot more accomplished than a lot of other players out there just playing in junior college alone. But just learn from where maybe uh, maybe you didn't accelerate as much as you would like to. Back yeah. And I've, I've got a question about that. So was there, you know, a coach early on in your your playing career that really inspired you? And you kind of said, all right, man, I, you know, not only did you recognize that you wished that you had these types of opportunities, but was there somebody that inspired you early on and you said, you know, I could do that? Uh, yeah, it was uh, my high school coach kind of gave me the, the confidence to, to go after college because I wasn't that the town that I live in is real small. Like it hasn't had anyone. It's had three college basketball players in the past three, four decades. I like guess not really a basketball town. So my, my, or my high school coach, gave me that little extra kick in the butt, said, go after it, you know, just go for it. And whatever happens, happens. Like at least you, you could say you tried to. And then from there, uh, a lot of the, the other social media trainings you see, the first one, the first one I actually seen was a uh, dribble too much. And I seen some of the stuff he was doing, some of the following and exactly like you said, I just was like, oh yeah, I could do that too. And then kind of just took it from there. So, you know, sort of your, your role there that you said that uh, you kind of realized what you would have liked to have done more back in your playing days. Does that really help you accelerate your role here as a trainer? Do you point those out to different clients or kind of hold that back and just say, hey, listen, this is what you need to work on. Trust me. Uh, it, it's a little of both. It, it depends on the kid. Like some, some kids want that and want you to just tell them straight up, like, hey, this is how it's going to be. Either take it or leave it. If you want to play in college, this is what you'll you need to do. If not, then don't come to me being a pretender saying you want to. And then there's other kids you got to kind of sugarcoat and kind of put your arm around them and, and bring them along the way a little bit. Got it. Now, how uh, how many people do you work with today? Today, I had uh, about twenty to twenty five kids. Like they they start off the. Like we had the ball handling segment with me and then we kind of split up into age groups and I had about 10, 10 to 15 kids after that once we split up. Isn't that a daily occurrence for you? Usually about 25 or so a day? Yeah, most of the time, yeah. Got it. And so um, I want to hear just a little bit more about the 
the early days, um, you know, what came first? Were you working with players? Um, you know, how did you start working with players? Or did it did you start right out with that social media presence and then the players came from there? You know, how did how did the uh, process go? I actually I started off whenever I first came back from college. I started uh, just coaching at, at the local middle school. And I was coaching our eighth grade team. And at the end of the season, there was uh, one of the kids that I trained, uh, his name Dil Dylan Self. Yeah, I was telling him about how, like, hey, these are what things you need to do to accomplish the goals you want for high school. And then he was like, well, why, why don't you help me? Because like, I was telling him, like, hey, you need to find a trainer, like someone who could point you in the right direction. He asked me why I couldn't, and I didn't really have an answer for why I couldn't. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. And then from there, word around town started getting getting around about what I was doing. And then I'd have different parents and different kids texting me and calling me, asking if they could work out. And then little by little, it just started spreading. And then from there, I just decided, all right, I'm going to make an Instagram page just because I, I enjoy actually making videos and whatnot. And it's an easier way to get kids' names out there and footage of kids out there. So I started that. And then little by little, that kept growing and growing. And now it's at what it is today. And it's a... Uh, it's actually how I got got with uh, the GSA prep people is uh is they discovered me through Instagram too. Yeah, I'd say that's uh that's some great self marketing right there, no doubt. I mean, that's certainly how we got in touch with you. We've been following you for some time now there on Instagram through the hustle account and uh know you've been doing some great things over there. And let me ask, so you work for with guys from ages, you know, youngins all the way up to your uh, all the way up to your college level players. Is there um for lack of a better word, a preference, you know, uh, sometimes you might work with a college guy, he might think he knows it all, or you have the youngins who you can really take on and really hone their craft a little bit more. Is there a preference to working with either age group there? Uh, I, I prefer just the ones who are, are serious about it, the ones whose parents aren't making them come to work out, like it, whether they be seven, eight years old or whether they be 22, 23, the ones that like, that just like the details, like to be corrected and critiqued. And besides that, uh, the age doesn't matter as much to me. But I do, if I had to choose, I'd probably go with the younger guys just because they're a little bit more, it's more of a, a open canvas a little bit. Like they don't have as many, they haven't practiced as many bad habits for as long and they, their egos quite, aren't quite as big as some of the, some of the older guys might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. It's, um, you know, a blank slate in a way that you can mold and, and really see um, the changes happen quickly. Um, especially yeah, exactly. without those bad habits. So how do you tailor your approach then? Um, you've got, you know, some players that haven't been at it for a long time, which is a positive in some situations, but at the same time, they're not that experienced. How do you uh, tailor your approach to these um, youth players versus uh, more experienced uh, all the way up to the college level? Uh, I'll, I'll try to see them play or talk to a parent or, or a coach, one of the coaches they play for, and see, like, what are things they need to work on. But if I don't have opportunity to see them play or talk to anybody, I'll put them in some sort of live situation during our first training session just to see how they are against a, a live defender pretty much and, in, like, what things they're comfortable with and uncomfortable with and then take it from there pretty much. So is there something that uh, you're – current clients or you know the clients that you've grown to work with here come to you specifically for you know would you say you have a specialty in the training field yeah if I, if I had to choose one it's definitely ball handling I know a, a lot of the people that come to me are that's what they're asking for they usually say hey I need to work on my handles and then I obviously take that into consideration but 
if they also have uh, some kinks in their jump shot, then I'd like to work on that too. Or if some IQ things mm-hmm. or depending on what type of offense they're in, in in their school, like if they're not dribbling the ball all that much, I'll say, well, like we probably should do some catch and shoot stuff instead of all these ball handling drills if that's what you're going to do in a game. But then at the same time, I also do like to work on weaknesses that they have so they can expand their game and not be the same player forever. Let's talk a little bit more about ball handing, handling. What is it um, about about you and your um, coaching style that um, it, you know leads people to come to you for ball handling um, development? Uh, I think it's the it's not a whole lot of gimmicky stuff. A lot of the things that that I work on or that I post, you can see translate directly to a game. So seeing that and then just learning all the little details to it and teaching them how to how to read the defender and when and why to do a certain move I think those are the type of things that have attracted people to me like I don't just toss out some cones and say all right go get 500 dribbles in around that cone and that type of stuff I like to make it all detailed and to where if they had a game the next day they could use what we worked on that day in their game got it nice um so uh, Tristan mentioned, you know, we, we've been following you you on social media um, and uh, you've got a lot of great drills out there. Um, but what's one of your favorites? Maybe, you know, tell our listeners about one of your favorite drills, uh, especially for ball handling. Uh, I don't I don't really have a, a personal favorite. I just mm-hmm. like to I, I like to get creative and, and create a, a a drill out of whatever the situation that we're working on is that day. So a lot of it aren't like practice drills that like I've wrote down a lot of times, a lot of it's like, all right, well, if we're working on attacking after this crossover, like if he, if the defender recovers, then we'll just work the whole way at different options out of that, if that makes sense. So actually, no, let's get into that a little bit more. So you have these drills that you work on. Now, is there something that you kind of lean towards in that sense? Or is that, that really where it starts out starts out and ends out? Do you tailor it to each different individual? Yeah, is it 100% situational? You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to, to get your, your technique, your style. Uh, I'd say it's like 60% situational, 40% repetition, depending on the age. The, the older they get the more situational i like to get i like to be more specific for them but the, the younger ones a lot of that is just, especially if they're like below like sixth seventh grade if they're younger than that then a lot of it is just repetition just getting them used to having the ball in their hand how to move the ball and move their feet at the same time get their feet and their and their hands on the same page got it yeah no i like that balance there especially obviously with your experience you're able to really identify hey listen this is how this is how you really build those skills in there this much repetition this much teaching so now when you bring on new clients or maybe just in your experience training uh is there a skill that a lot of younger kids really need to work on that you've identified uh yeah one main common thing that i see a lot of kids have problem with is is shooting footwork a lot of them have some bad habits that they don't realize are bad habits because they try and they've shot one way their whole time or their whole life. And they don't realize as they get older, the defenders get bigger and stronger and smarter. So there's, there's little details in shooting, shooting footwork that if they get those down, that that'll really level their game up without them realizing it as much. 
because that, that shooting footwork is one of the main things that I have to correct a lot of times with from five, six-year-old kids all the way to a lot of college kids, like just simple, like two dribble pull-ups, they're stepping with the wrong feet or they're trying to mm-hmm. hop into it, little things like that. Exactly. Right. And yeah, no, it takes a lot of time to make sure that your feet are set in that perfect position, whether your one foot is a couple inches ahead of where it should be or what, whatever it is, that little fix can really make a difference in the overall game. Um, so you are the uh, lead player development there over there at GSA Prep. What's that like? Because we know it's it's pretty athletic dominated school. Uh, how did that all come about? And what's it like coaching there now? Uh, it, it's pretty awesome. There, there's a, we got a lot of good coaches on the coaching staff, uh, on the boys side. I'm actually, I'm the only coach or, and trainer that ha- didn't play at the division one level. All three other coaches all played division one, uh, the, the, the president or the owner of the whole, the whole school, he, uh, or president, I don't know what you would call his title, but he played overseas. He played at university of Nevada, played overseas for a little bit. And then another one of the coaches played at, uh, Cal State Bakersfield and he played in Italy for a little bit and then another coach was played at Cal State Bakersfield won a conference championship mm-hmm. all type of stuff like that so I think between the four of us that it's it's a lot of we could do a lot of teaching and do a lot of good for for some of these kids yeah and your um, career trajectory you know it's been really uh, impressive for sure you know what's next for you what's other uh, goals that you've got in the future when it comes to training uh, just to keep doing what I'm doing now and help as many kids get scholarships as possible. And hopefully eventually that'll develop into helping kids get drafted and sign contracts, things like that. Like just pretty much helping, helping the kids and my clients get to where they want to be is then just keep getting better at doing that. It's where I could just do it at a better rate and do it faster for them pretty much. Awesome. So when you're working with those kids there over there at GSA, is there, uh, you know, any tools that you really prefer using? You mentioned the cones earlier in the interview here. Uh, is there any other tools though that you really like to use? Is there something you like there? Uh, not really as much. I, I'd rather make them use their imagination a little bit. If I, if I need hmm. to use a cone for as a dummy defender or like one of the big skills D men things, I'll use one of those just so they have like a visual, but a lot of the times I like to have them try and visualize the situation themselves unless it's like if we're working on a situation thing. If it's just regular drills, then just toss three, four cones out there and then I'll make it work from there. Sure. Now going off that same token there, obviously, here at Hustle, we are all about incorporating technology into sports training, whether it's weight training plans, whether it's uh, you know improving fundamentals, whatever it is, dribbling, shooting, all across the board in basketball. Do you incorporate technology with your guys, either through GSA or through your own training program at all? And, and sort of where do you see that going? Uh, I, I like the technology for, for film purposes like that, like having sure. cameras around and, and those types of things. It, it makes it a lot easier to, to explain things to kids when I could show them like, hey, this you're stepping with the wrong foot here and then just pull my phone out or pull out the TV or wherever it's being filmed on and like look and visually show them like this is what you're doing wrong and a lot of the times they'll that'll cut a lot of the work in half because they could see mm-hmm. it and then it, it clicks for them easier that way but uh out, outside of that uh i know there's been a, like i've tried a few different products like a, i forget the name of the basketball but it like counts your makes and misses for you and things like that which I, i'm not huge on those but that's also just because i haven't tried out as many of them as as much as i'd like to 
it might be also be a case of, hey, when you were coming up, you didn't have that basketball to train with, and you're going to go with what you know best. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Coach Al, we really appreciate your time here tonight. Um, really think that you, you know, love what you're doing with growing your own business and also getting on with GSA there and just expanding from there and excited to see what you're going to do here in the future. Uh, before we let you go here tonight, we want to do something that we do with all of our coaches and trainers that we bring on to this podcast. It's a little rapid fire round. Uh, we're just going to throw some questions at you. You just answer first thing that comes to mind. Uh, nothing too technical, nothing too hard. We're going to take it easy on you. Whatever comes to mind first. Does that work? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. So, hey, we all know where I lead off here. I always ask the first question in what is your favorite sports movie of all time? Coach Carter. Ooh. Right, last nice. night, actually. I was about to say, right, <laughs> right outside of Richmond there. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, and um, my question in is um, what's one mistake that players make in the offseason that causes a setback coming into the next year? Uh, feeling like they need too much rest. Like you shouldn't be taking weeks and months at a time off. If you know that you have fall games coming up, you should that August and July, you probably should start getting yourself in a basketball shape. So you're not gassed your first game. Like just, just pretty much not don't wait until the season to get into basketball shape. Don't wait till basketball season to prepare yourself for basketball season. Yep. Got it. Got it. Good one. All right, so maybe going off that a little bit, um, what is the best post-game routine, whether it's a specific meal you like to eat or do you like to get an active workout in there? What do you, what do you recommend for your players? Uh, I like them to watch film as soon as they can. If, if they can get access to the film that night and learn while it's all still fresh in their head or if not until the next morning, but I try and during, when it's during the season, I'll try and watch as much film with my guys as possible and even if it's just sending texts back and forth of little video clips. So if we can't meet together, like I think just learning from actual in-game mistakes and then things they do right too, not just mistakes, like things that they're doing correct. And it's like, Hey, this is what we worked on. This is how it looks in a game. This is why it worked. Do it all the time. Good one. Nice. So um, another question is, you know, you've got a big social media presence. Is there any YouTube channels um, that you'd recommend our listeners check out, um, you know, maybe a place that you go to get any tips? Um, there, there's a few pages that I like on YouTube, actually. There's a By Any Means Basketball is a great page. They, they break down a lot of a lot of good move or good, good moves, different movements without the ball. It's just a lot of great basketball content on there. And then um, Evan Gualberto, he pretty he posts like compilations of NBA players and we'll say like Jason Tatum scoring off the dribble and it's seven straight minutes of Jason Tatum scoring off the dribble. So it's, you could see, start picking up on players habits and tendencies to where like, all right, well, this is why this guy can score 25 because he gets eight points a game off of this one dribble pull up jumper. And then you start to see what works and what makes the pros so great. Um, all right, last one here. Uh, best pregame music to warm up to? Um, today, I would say something by Nipsey Hussle, but honestly, when I was in high school, I was Ooh. going through my, my Lil Wayne kick, so sure. I was uh, on a lot of Lil Wayne whenever I was in my playing days, but if I was playing today, it would definitely be some Nipsey Hussle. I love it. Respect the greats. All right, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, hey, Coach, 
appreciate your time here again tonight. Before we let you go, let's hear where we can find you again, Instagram, Twitter, the whole deal, and uh, what you got coming for yourself here on the horizon. Uh, Instagram, I'm at Adrian Howell Training. Uh, Twitter, it's at A Howell Training. And I'm just going to keep putting out as much content, at least a few videos a week. I try and do one at least at minimum every other day. So if you come across my page, there's something there for everybody, I feel like. So if not, then type a comment and say, hey, you're leaving me out. There's not enough stuff <laughs> for me. And, and I'll work on it and try and make it better for you. Exactly. You'll address it right there. And let me just say, I love, love the, uh, you know, all the narration, all of the add-ons that you throw into your videos as well. It's not, I, I don't think that you're missing any beats uh, when it comes to something that each player can take away from your Instagram page. Definitely love what you're doing there on the social media. So, uh, and hey, love you being able to join us here tonight. Hopefully we can check in with you down the line here. And uh, good luck this season and with the rest of uh, with the rest of the action you got going on over there at GSA Prep. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll be able to link up again soon. <laughs>